What's going on, everybody? This is DeVore. You are tuning in to the Not For Debate podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, be sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on our TikTok page. Uh, this episode of the Not For Debate podcast is brought to you by Bet Us, where you can receive over 125% in bonuses upon sign-up. Just go ahead and click the link in the description and type in promo code JOIN one two five tonight's tonight's game brooklyn nets atlanta hawks <laughs> put down five dollars on that game unfortunately didn't end up turning out the way that i wanted it to turn out the brooklyn nets end up falling to the atlanta hawks 115 to 122 so another bet that your boy ended up losing on and at this point now i'm starting to get concerned about the brooklyn nets um Watching them over the past couple of games, because I've I've been I've been extremely high on the Nets as far as them being able to make a run in the in the playoffs this year. Like the defense has definitely have been a concern, a con- a concern over the last couple of last couple of well, shoot, this this year has been a concern. Obviously, Kyrie Irving came back. And he's able to play a home games and away games due to them lifting the, the the COVID mandate. Kevin Durant getting back in the groove after his after his leg injury. And uh we had the trade between the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers, where the 70s, excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets received Seth Curry. Andre Drummond, which again, I can't iterate this enough. I feel like the Andre Drummond and the Seth Curry acquisitions were great, regardless if if Ben Simmons plays or not. But Ben Simmons definitely that that's 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 the main concern right now. Because when as if we just looking 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 forward to the playoffs, because nine times out of ten, the Brooklyn Nets what they're gonna get like the eighth the eighth seed at best. At this point, I can see the Brooklyn Nets running into some trouble with some teams. For example, I'm I'm off the top of my head. I'm looking at the red hot Boston Celtics right now. I, I'm starting. I, I'm starting to like the Celtics. I, like we talked about them in the past. Like their their ability, their versatility on the def- defensive end of the floor. Um, just the improvement of Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum all around in his game, being more aggressive, driving to the basket before he used to settle for, for, for mid, mid, mid range fades. Now he's attacking the basket again, defensively. He's getting, his hands are active, getting in there, getting some steals. Um, The ball movement on the offensive side of the basketball is amazing. Jay, even, um, 
even Marcus Smart, somebody, somebody that has just been the scrappy guy on the team for the Boston Celtics for many years, has been a very, very, a pretty good point guard. A pretty good point guard. Like, come in there, able to dish the basketball, along with playing great on-ball defense and you know doing doing his his scrap play thing that you that you know that you know that he does during the course of in the past and Jalen Brown man Jalen if Jalen Brown could can keep up his level of intensity of him doing his iso thing if you when you need a bucket and Jason Tatum Jason Tatum can't give it to you and Jalen Brown can and and can come in and do his thing they're definitely going to be dangerous. They're definitely going to be dangerous. Now, like going back to going back to the Brooklyn Nets, how their defensive issue is going to be a problem. Like these these small lineups that the Brooklyn Nets have with, with Bruce Brown, Patty Mills, um, Goran Dragic, Seth Curry. Whoever you want to put in the lineup, and then you have obviously Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond, and 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 Kevin Durant running the four and five. Well, now we have now we have Kyrie Irving back, so Kyrie's running the one and one and the one, and then Seth will go to the two, or and Bruce Brown will run a three. When we get into matchups, where you have players on the opposing team that can go get buckets. Those little guards are going to start to be liabilities. So say you're going up against the Boston Celtics where you got to, when you got to face Jalen Brown and you got to face Jason Tatum. Kevin Durant obviously is going to do, going to have to guard one of them. But by him having to do that, he's going to exert all this en- energy on defense and he's going to have to sacrifice a lot of offensive production. And this is where this is where Ben Simmons comes into play. Because I've been in Ben Simmons's corner since since last year's playoffs. Uh I defended him even though a lot of folks they are really not in in favor of Ben Simmons. I'm not going to repeat anything that everybody else has said about him but since the trade i have i have been very very upset with how this whole ben simmons situation has has went down like you get traded you get your wish you get traded from the philadelphia 76ers you get a brand new fresh start with the brooklyn nets and now we talking about that you re- that you injured your back to the point where you had to take an epidural and we have no idea we have no idea when you plan on coming back to play a game my whole mindset was when this trade ended up happening I'm thinking okay um you get traded we're going to play probably play it by year about what but 2 weeks 3 weeks the the most i'm thinking he's going to come in there and produce 
now we at the point where we a couple of weeks away, if not a week, a couple of weeks away from the playoffs, and he hasn't played yet. And like I said, defensively, the Brooklyn Nets are going to have a problem. A big problem, which also today, (laughs) speaking of Ben Simmons, he files a grievance against the Philadelphia 76ers for $20 million in salary that the Philadelphia 76ers withheld prior to him being traded. So the 76ers didn't pay Ben Simmons $8 million that was owed to him before the 2001-2022 season. They placed it in another account, which they was deducting money from that account with that money due to the fines that Ben Simmons was receiving because he wasn't participating in any team activities. Now, from the time, from the time that Ben Simmons stopped participating with the, with the associating himself with the 76ers all the way up into the trade, it got to over $19 million. So with the grievance, hopefully he's going to, he's going to try to get that back. Now, again, (laughs) I've been extremely with this whole, with this Ben Simmons situation. Like you get what you want. Like I, I, me as a person, I'm just like, as a person, a competitor, how can you sit there and watch your teammates go to battle every single night fighting for a playoff spot? And you just sitting there chilling in street clothes. Just cooling. Look, I, I, I'm I like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking the injury or anything. I'm just saying like, your boys need you. I, like it just, it just doesn't sit well. It, it, it really doesn't sit well. If we, if we being 100 with each other. It really doesn't sit well, but I'm 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 really I'm really concerned about the Brooklyn Nets. Now we had the showdown a couple nights ago with the 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks, and I've always made the argument in the playoffs when it comes to the Bucks. That the supporting cast for the Bucks is just not I, I I can't trust that supporting cast. That'd be Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. Mainly it's been Chris Middleton for me because he'll go on a a dry spell and then randomly get it back. And that can be very, very concerning. But as I was watching them the other night versus the 76ers, Giannis Antetokounmpo, which if you don't think he's the best player in the league at this point, I'm I'm going to have to agree. You crazy. You crazy. And I've been I've been in I've been in Giannis's corner for since he came into the league before anybody even knew who he was. Folks can vouch for me on that one. 
But like it's not just him bullying his way to the basket now. Now he's able to do the post up fade thing. He's got the three, he got somewhat of a consistent three going. Well, excuse me, not a consistent three, but like a threat of a three where he can we he could drop something down. Giannis ain't no joke now. You can't, you can't, you can't sag off of him and and build the wall to prevent him from getting to the getting to the basket. You're gonna have to guard him at all three levels on the basketball court. So at this point, I don't even really think you need to rely on Chris Bill to the board. I feel like Yannick could get it done wherever he wanna be at. And also with the 76ers, I'm getting to the point where it's like. James Harden clearly ain't the same basketball player that he was when he was in Houston. He's not as explosive. It's 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 literally Joel, if Joel can't get his thing going, and teams just decide to double team James Harden prevent him from getting taking what he wants, I feel like the 76ers can't be beat. It's it's I I, I like Maxi. Still trying to find his way. Tobias Harris, I feel like that he was this this whole transition when James Harden came into the lineup. I feel like it's 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 starting to work better for him. It's starting to work better for him. It, it's it's interesting. Now. The MVP. Because who are our front runners right now? We got Jokic. You got MB. A lot of folks want to put Jimmy Butler in that conversation. Excuse me, not Jimmy Butler. DeMar DeRozan in that conversation. But I'm sorry. I just felt like he just had a, a, a um, an amazing, I think that was like February. We was like almost averaging 30 or something like that. And then like it kind of cooled, he kind of cooled off after a while. I can't put him in that conversation. And, I, and, and, and honestly, I really don't even want to put Jokic in there because if it comes down to, if it comes down to Jokic having to play in a playing game, I, that's just not, that's just not it. It's not MVP. It just doesn't, it just doesn't get it shouldn't, it shouldn't be in the in the resume of an MVP where you you fighting for a playoff spot. I feel like if you get if you get the MVP award, obviously you gotta go to the playoffs, but at the same time, like you gotta be in like the heat 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 of things. So I'm thinking, okay, definitely Giannis is definitely in that conversation. Embiid, like, come on now. Like I remember. The, the interview that came out this week, because a lot of people don't give Joel Embiid a lot of enough credit of how he handled the situation with the whole Ben Simmons thing. Now, you can say what you want. Even though Joel Embiid has been hurt a lot over the course of his career, but playing with Ben Simmons, if we be in 100 with each other, him adapting his game around Ben Simmons, a lot of folks, he gets a lot of heat for shooting the three ball. I even gave him some heat. And I and I didn't even think about it until after he said this, like, yo, like I'm trying to, I was trying to work my game around Ben because Ben 
He can't. He he doesn't stretch the floor. He's a interior an interior scorer. So I gotta I gotta get out the paint and let him do his thing, which I'm I'm paraphrasing it, but it makes sense. He had to build his game to to be make himself more of a perimeter player. Now getting back to the whole MVP argument. Just look at the just look at the adversity that Joel Embiid had to endure during the course of this season. Ben Simmons not want to play for the 76ers. Uh, so the turmoil in the locker room, the press conference interviews, media day, reporters constantly asking you, yo, what's going on with the Ben Simmons situation? Is he coming back? Did you do you do you guys see trading Ben Simmons at some point? What happened, uh, Joel? What happened with the whole situation with Ben Simmons? And I feel like Joel handled that perfectly. For them to be for them to be contenders in the East right now, I feel like Joel Embiid handled that perfectly. So, if it ain't Giannis. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Joel Embiid. Been extremely durable this year. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Joel Embiid. Now, before we transition to our next conversation, look, I'm 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 trying to get this thing I'm trying to I'm trying to add some more things to this to the pod where we're not just going to be just discussing sports here. Just trying to figure out how it will be a smooth transition in into the next into what like because we we talking about like we i'm like i'm i'm really one i'm interested in doing like movie reviews and stuff like that pop cultures too as well like this week has just been extremely hectic obviously um had the had a really bad bug like for real like you don't you know you have no idea but um yeah, I'm 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 pushing towards to watching that Morbius movie sometime in the near future. So we exact we can't exactly talk about that just yet. But obviously the first episode of Moon Knight came out on Wednesday and I didn't get a chance to watch it till Thursday. But so far so good. I'm like non-spoilers. It's not that bad. It's it's, it's really not that bad. Now like it it did like usually when you watch that first episode or something, you be like like I, you need to, it need for me, for me, it needs to have that lasting impression where like, damn, I can't wait to watch the next episode. That's what I need. That's I need that. I need that. Now, granted, when I sit down and I watch a TV, a movie or a TV show, excuse me, a TV show, I don't, I don't give up on the show after the first episode if i didn't like the first episode i usually give it i usually give it about three episodes before i'll be like i'm out and so far with moon knight I, I, i'm liking what i'm seeing from this moon knight tv show it's a little bit different it's definitely a little bit different but i'm liking what i'm seeing from this tv show now if i was the if so far i haven't really been a fan of the Marvel, the Marvel TV shows on the Disney Plus, uh, Hawkeye, 
I felt like that was probably the most underwhelming one out of all of them. In my honest opinion, I just didn't like the way the Kingpin was perceived in that TV show. I just felt like it was like a, it just didn't have, it just, he just, I, I just wasn't feeling the, I just wasn't feeling the, the, the Kingpin vibe from him. Like my man was wearing a Hawaiian t a Hawaiian button up with the, with the white, with the white, kingpin jacket on obviously had the cufflinks but like i just wasn't feeling that that darkness from the kingpin like he just gives off this bad aura during the daredevil series and then when we watched the hawkeye show it was just like it was it was a little off it was definitely a little off um what other tv show disney uh marvel shows came out um trying to think oh yeah wandavision it took a while. It took a lot. It took a while. Like I literally was trying my best not to give up on that thing. And cause it was just, it was just un- unbearable. Just the parody aspect of it. I'm thinking we going to get like some, 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 I don't even know what I was thinking, but I just know the first three, it was about the first three episodes was about to leave me. <laughs> It was literally about to leave me. And I believe the other TV show that they had was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which I felt like it was very, very poetic. And I say poetic because of the, the fact that see Marvel the Marvel Marvel Studios does an amazing thing when it comes down to plots and comparing them to modern day issues and i felt like that was just amazing what they did with the black with the black captain america that nobody knew about well the black super soldier that nobody knew about and then they try to make sam the next captain america a black man considering the fact that at the time which was last year we was going through the whole black lives matter situation and and I just felt like they 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 did an excellent job of doing that. The other movie that was like that, which was a ama- this was amazing, was the Black Panther movie. When they did the whole thing with the Black Panther movie with Compton and Killmonger's whole whole his background, he wanted to supply black folks around the world with weapons to fight back against injustice which really uh, as Killmonger as a bad guy which I feel like at this point he's an anti-hero because I believe he's supposed to be coming back in the next movie in in, in the next Black Panther movie we'll, we'll, we'll see everything is everything is rumors right now everything is definitely rumors uh, but like that was that was an amazing plot just 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 them them putting it on a modern level is just amazing it's just amazing um so the nfl let's go ahead and let's go ahead and trans, tra- transition over to the nfl and i wanted i wanted to start on the, the overtime rule because that's that for for some reason that's got like some serious buzz. Like every time every every time 
a team is a sore loser during the course of the playoffs due to a rule that they where they didn't like. They end up wanting to change the rule, and that's that. So with this now, with the overtime rule, everybody's going to be able to touch the touch the football. Before the overtime rule was, if you if you scored a touchdown, the game was over regardless. If you kicked the field goal, then the opposing team was going to be able to get the get the ball and possibly push the ball into the end zone to score a touchdown. They scored a touchdown. They went obviously. Before that, it was sudden death. Whoever, whoever scores first wins the game. So now everybody gets to touch the touch the ball. The Buffalo Bills ended up being the sore losers in this one. Obviously, that 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 encouraged the rule change, where obviously the buff excuse me the 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 Kansas City Chiefs went straight down the field in the overtime period and 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 scored a touchdown. I like the I like look I I've been wanting this rule change. Well, actually, I was cool with the old rule. Like if if, if your defense if your defense isn't good enough to hold the opposing team to a field goal. At least you don't deserve to win the game. That's my honest opinion. Like when the game is on the line, you need to put forth that extra. I want it to be able to force the opposing team to kick a field goal for you, for your offense to get on the field and end the game for you where y'all can score a touchdown. Surprised it took them this long for them to get this overtime period together, to be honest with you. But we're, we're, I'm pretty sure there's going to be an issue with that overtime rule, too. And then they're going to want to reevaluate the situation again. And then we're going to end up seeing another rule change. So today, well, first, well, first things first. First things first. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. I'm not. So the Miami Dolphins, remember a couple weeks ago, we did a video. It was, I titled it the Dolphins most disappointing 2022 free agency period. I'm going to admit that 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 video was a little bit premature. It was just like at the time, Going off of the moves at that point, Connor Williams, Cedric, Cedric Wilson, Chase Edmonds, um, bringing back Atlanta Roberts, bringing back Preston Williams. That was just not the free agency splash that I was expecting the Dolphins to do. So today, two back-to-back moves for the Dolphins. We're going to go ahead and start off with the Devontae Parker trade where the Dolphins trade wide receiver Devontae Parker and a 2022 fifth round pick to the New England Patriots in exchange for a third round pick in 2023. First things first. First things first, right? The Dolphins, they made this trade 
Because they was they at this point they were just trying to get rid of Devontae Parker. They even they added a fifth round pick into it. They got a third. Like you got you just you just got the you just did the trade with the it's not the trade yeah the trade with the Kansas City Chiefs where you end up receiving Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson. Got him in via free agency. We spoke about him before during early on in free agency. Where honestly, I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the acquisition, but considering the fact that he was a four-string receiver, that is a little bit concerning to me. Obviously, you have Jalen Waddle, who, who was very, very productive last year. But for some reason, like I, I feel like offenses with short receivers they just don't they just don't sit well just it just doesn't sit well with me for some reason it just doesn't and i'm thinking okay so you have who's who's gonna be our house our boundary guys you got tyreek and you got cedric wilson i'm 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 still i'm still gonna make a case for i'm still gonna make a case for preston williams i feel like preston williams once he gets on track he could be a legit number one guy. He could be a legit number one guy. So, as a Dolphins fan, do we mourn? Do we mourn Devonte Parker? Because I'm not. I, I, I'm I'm surprised he's lasted this long with the Dolphins. One of the biggest. Like I wasn't even expecting the Dolphins to draft him in 2016. I was pounding the table for Kevin White, but thank goodness we didn't end up going that route. But Devontae Parker only had one 1,000-yard season, and that's what he ended up playing all 16 games. That was the 2019 season. That was the tank season. That was the miserable season. Like what I'm talking about, where legitimately it was extremely difficult for me to watch a Miami Dolphins game because the Dolphins were just going out there just mm, I just the tank for two with posters was just oh my goodness gracious but yeah out of all the seasons that was his best year 70 72 receptions 1202 yards nine touchdowns Ryan Fitzpatrick and a little bit of Josh Rosen was his quarterback. Now, do I want to blame? Do I want to blame the quarterbacks that have been in Miami Dolphins uniform since Devontae Parker's been here for the lack of his production? You could put a little bit on that. You could. But still, durability is going to be an issue with Devontae Parker. It's, it's always going to be an issue with Devontae Parker, whether it be a hamstring, an ankle, like it's, it's, it's just durability. But when he's on the field and you have an elite quarterback throwing him the football, he can do his thing. He could definitely do his thing. Now, looking at the flip side, at the New England Patriots, like, like well, you just, you just been extremely underwhelming when it comes to adding a receiver, like, like what is the issue? You have, you have Julio Jones still sitting in there for agency. 
You have Antonio Brown, which I'm, nobody really wants Antonio Brown. I know Antonio Brown has already played for the New England Patriots. You have Odell Beckham, which is recovering from an ACL tear. You, you, your last resort was Devontae Parker. Jarvis Landry even out there. Now, I'm like, Jarvis Landry, like, why didn't you, why didn't you go out to Jarvis Landry? I felt like that would have been perfect. Like your current your current receiver depth right now is Nikhil Harry, which at some point I, I expect him to be released. Nelson Aguilar, which I'm not a fan of. Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne were your two were your two biggest contributors. In the in in the tight end position, I was expecting them to go back and run that old school 22 personnel like they did back with Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez with Jonu Smith. And Hunter Henry, but injuries plague the tight the tight end position. Johnu Smith can't catch anything. I was expecting him to go in there and do damage, but by you adding to Devonte Parker now, I'm speaking to the New England Patriots fans. Well, I'm pretty sure they already know because they got to face us two times a year, so they know Devonte Parker firsthand what he's able to do against little. Little defensive backs. He's going to come in there and do his thing. He definitely going to come in there and do his thing. But again, durability is going to be an issue. Durability is definitely going to be an issue. The Miami Dolphins were not done. They agreed to a five-year contract extension worth $50 million with Xavier Howard. Now, there was, obviously there was some issues with this contract before the 2021 season started. And there was a promise put out there that they were going to restructure his contract at the end of the season. I guess the Dolphins are just are living up, are living up, are living up to their word to Xavier Howard, which clearly it's extremely difficult for you not to pay him at this point. Now, mind you, this this whole conversation, I'm sure, came down to when the Dolphins decided to bring in Byron Jones two years ago and Xavier Howard outperformed him. And felt like he should have been she 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 should get more money. With this contract he just received, this makes Xavier Howard the highest paid corner in the league, which would on average he would get $24 million per year. Last year he had five interceptions. The year before that, he had 10 interceptions. Regardless of how you look at it, Xavier Howard, he is a top, a top ten corner. There's there's definitely some good corners out there, but he's definitely a top ten corner. I feel like when you're able to get your hands on the football, intercept the football, and get takeaways, give your offense extra possessions on offense. You need those type of players on the team because, like, what at the end of the day. 
how do you win football games? Well, how do you win and lose football games? You got to win the turnover battle. And if Xavier Howard is literally lurking in the vicinity to get an interception and set up the Miami Dolphins offense in perfect field position, if we be in 100, Xavier Howard should have definitely got the, the team MVP award for the 2020 season because I felt like Xavier Howard set them up for a lot of great uh, a lot of great positions. I know this is a totally different year, but 2021, if for example, it's an interception versus the Atlanta Falcons, puts the Dolphins in in the red zone. We know we know what happened after that, but it's that's just a minor example where takeaways can put your offense in great field position, great field position, where you don't have to drive the length of the field to be able to put points on the board. So this de- this deal definitely had to be done. Now, if I was to give you my top five corners right now in the league, starting from five, Xavier Howard, Tredavis White, <sighs> this is a very, very tough list. Very, very tough list. Oh, my goodness. This is a very, very tough list. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is going to be my number one guy. But at number two, two and two and three, I got to put J.C. Jackson in there, obviously. And then number three, I don't even know who I want to put in my three. Three is going to be tough. Three is definitely going to be tough. So I want to put Darius Slay in there. Because Darius Slay can play. I get F it. We're going to do it like that. We're going to do it like that. I'm put, okay, Xavier 5, Tredavious 4, Darius Slay 3, JC Jackson number 2, Jayla Ramsey's number 1. Fair enough. Fair enough. I... We're approaching that that uh that 40 minute mark but lastly i wanted to discuss lamar jackson is there there's a report out there like the contract extension is definitely going to be difficult because they look at that they're looking at deshaun watson's deal which by the way i told i said this before they should have held off on that contract extension. They really did. It doesn't, it just doesn't look right. But we're getting off topic. Lamar Jackson. We're going into the contract year. It's time for him to get paid. But the issue is with Lamar, durability. I know this is the first year, 2021 was the first year he's ever missed games, but you're not getting any younger. The offense was built specifically for Lamar Jackson. It's hard. It's hard for me to pay Lamar Jackson top a dollar like that. It really is. And then when you turn around and, and, and you look at 
how teams are giving out guaranteed contracts now. That's just all the players wanted this whole time was guaranteed contracts. Do you really want to make that kind of investment commitment to a Lamar Jackson, which, again, he's touching the ball, what, 22 times a game at least? That's just running plays. We all we know that he touches the ball 110% of the time, whether it be snap, catching the snap, handing the football off, like you're consistently touching the ball. Consistently touching the ball. So durability is definitely going to be an issue moving forward. Like I I I I stated this before. Like I feel like Lamar Jackson needs to be able to take that, take to take his health into and some d- deeper thought, which means running the running out of bounds sometimes, not running it at all would be great. Was good sometimes, but two hundred and thirty-five million. Deshaun Watson got in guaranteed money. So where we where will we put Lamar Jackson? Because I don't think he's top five a top five quarterback. I'll put him in that that five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there, but I can't put him in my five. It's extremely hard for me to put him in my five. But I think two hundred million, but still uh, two hundred million, I don't even think that's enough. I've seen somebody some folks walk out here with more. Mm, 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 mm. that's that's going to be a very very interesting conversation well i can't wait to read the, the numbers for that but we approached the 41 minute mark uh we'll be back later on this week promise not to take that kind of that time of break i know it's been a while since we actually recorded a pod even though we have clips if you're if you're listening to the pod we have clips on youtube so be sure to go ahead and subscribe to the Not For Debate podcast YouTube channel. Also, be sure to go ahead and support the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I miss it. Oh, I was going to say. Also, don't forget, click that link in the description for Bet Us. You can get them 125% in bonuses. Everybody loves money. Everybody loves money. But with that being said, this is the Not For The Bay Podcast. I'm out of here, man.